Ken, I got to ask you right from the very beginning here. We always knew that Billy Preston was the fifth Beatle. Um, I after, after holding your book and reading your book, I want to say that Mal is the sixth Beatle. I mean, it, it, because he was so actively involved with so much, and we didn't know. No, he was enormously busy. He was their fixer. He was the guy who would make all a lot of the arrangements. You know, he would if they needed a lyric, he would do that. And as I explained to my students, he's the reason we have a lot of those great songs, because he could stay up all night with them, make a meal, get tea, you know, wake somebody up at the instrument store and say, we broke a guitar. We need a replacement. <laughs> See, he's the type of guy that I would like to sit down with and have a conversation, because there was one time where the guy goes, uh, hey, do you want to talk to Elton John or his tour manager? And I, I picked the tour manager because I think that the people behind the scenes have the greater stories. They do, and they understand what's important, right? You know, uh, folks who are out in front are trying to tell you a story that they want to frame that's about the artist. Um, the guys behind the scenes know the stuff that's really heroic, right? They know the tales that make you love the artists even more. And uh, they never get that, but I'm with you. The, the the technical personnel, the folks behind the scenes, they're the ones. So why was it such a secret? The diaries, the memorabilia, the manuscripts, I mean, they've, they've been missing until you've given it to us right now. Yeah, you know, they shouldn't have been a secret. They shouldn't have been a mystery. But what happened when Mal died after the altercation with the LA police, nobody knew what to do with the materials. Yeah. The press who was gonna publish his memoirs wanted them. They shipped him to, to New York City where they were in the basement of the New York Life Building. And they just dwindled there when what they should have been doing, of course, is sending the only effects of Mal Evans to his family back in England. They kind of held them hostage a little bit. They wanted to put out the book anyway, even though Mal was dead. Um, and uh, when that didn't happen, uh, they just finally gave up and left them in the basement. Uh, we wouldn't have them at all, except an enterprising temporary worker went in, found them, and saved them wow. from the trash heap. They were going to be thrown away, or worse yet, sent over here to New Jersey, and uh, which I guess is the same thing. And uh, she got, got a hold of Yoko Ono. Yoko said, mm -hmm. wait a minute, that guy worked for us and uh, got the job done. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is every bit the reason why I've got I've been a daily writer for 29 years. I don't know what I'm going to do with this stuff, but I know that it's it's well beyond me because there's stuff in here that could help anybody along the way. But the th and, and this is proof of that, that you just can't throw away somebody's diaries because it's going to be an important part of music history in the future. That's right. And um, it absolutely is, is essential. Mal was, of course, doing it at certain times when nobody else knew it was going to be important. Right. <laughs> you know, he was a bit of ahead of the curve. Uh, he was kind of the Beatles first historian. Um, he's the one who kind of kept stuff just because he knew it might be important someday. But you're right. You know, too often um, folks throw things away and not and don't recognize that these items, this ephemera um, might be the things that help us to. Uh, to solve some of uh, our industry's mysteries. Yeah. He, he had a really close personal relationship with Paul McCartney, didn't he? Because, I mean, they traveled together. I mean, I can't imagine that experience and those inside jokes that they shared because Paul's a funny man. Yeah, you know, um, and the fact that Mal could hang with guys like Paul and John is pretty impressive, right? Um, that uh, that he, could, he could stay in the, the same room with them and, and not be 
uh, drummed out. So, yeah, he absolutely was essential to their work and working with Paul. See, I love personalities like that because it's one of those things that my wife reminded me when I first met her because her, her husband is a, is a producer. And, and, and she goes, look, I, I had dinner with these people, but I was always told they put on pants the same way you do. They just happen to have a job in music. That's right. Um, and what, what I loved working about with this project was just the fact that um, it humanizes everybody, yeah. right? It, it reminds us that we're all these organic things that, <laughs> right, we're lucky uh, to get out. And uh, that's what Mal's story helps us understand. Well, wow, what's fascinating about this is the releasing time because the Beatles right now are very, very hot. And here comes this book that I think it drew me even closer to it because hearing about the Beatles and then here comes this book. Now I want to know even more. Yeah, isn't this just an incredible time? I was uh, I was fortunate about six weeks ago to go to some of the advanced listening sessions for the new song and the new releases. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking about how that would tie in with the release date of of our book, but um, it just goes to show you that the the Beatles are still, and for for decades from now, we're going to be able to capture the world's attention. Yeah. And it's what happens when you make all this great music, right? Well, see, that's what I love about this book is the fact that you've now you you've you've taken music history and you've put it in this present place of now, where the the millennials and those that are even younger are going to take this book and now they're going to pass it forward. And, to, and I would have never thought music had that kind of strength when I was a kid buying forty fives. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Neither would I. Um, we, we just weren't studying that huge part of our history. Um, people spend so many thousands of hours loving music and, and watching it unfold as a central aspect of their lives. This was undoubtedly going to happen. We just couldn't see it yet. And uh, that's where Mal steps in and has the foresight, foresight to think about what this will all mean in the future. How did you keep this book so down to earth level? Because I am so convinced that Mal could be my neighbor and man, I could go over there anytime and have tea with him. <laughs> well, you know what? He would have accepted that too. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt about that. That was who he was. Um, he loved, uh, uh, he loved people. He loved working with people and uh, communing with them. And um, that was of course, one of the great aspects of his job uh, in being, being part of things, uh, was, uh, you know, was being, was being in that place, but he was essential in that way. The magic that you bring to these pages, because I've not gone to YouTube searching for an interview with Mal. I've not gone to any little documentary if there is one, but I'm, I'm hearing his voice through your words. And so now to hear your voice in this conversation, as far as I'm concerned, you're Mal because you, you are so close to the story. Well, you know, at times you feel like him. And uh, as you know from reading it, at times he's deeply frustrating. Yep. You want things to work out for him. He's on this collision course and probably was for five, six, maybe 10 years. Um, so it, it is, there's a certain level of pain, right? When you're reading it, it is a sad story, a tragic story. But his joy about the Beatles, I think, is what we all feel, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, he said, the, my favorite quote from him, he said to a woman named Laura Gross right before he died, um, uh, the Beatles, I could live on it. They are better than food or drink. <laughs> um, and remember, Mal loved to eat and Mal loved to drink. So that's like big, big stuff. <laughs> Kenneth, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. 
Oh, thank you so much. Well, you be brilliant today, okay, sir? All right, thank you.